1: loyalty is my favorite characteristic of god but finding it in him is hard it's like trying to find god you're the only
0: one in your camp with cheese you
1: pay for everything they eat man that insecurity is deep nice no names these are just theories if you hear me baby it's home you must admit it's kind of eerie baby like them camp trails in the sky grand rising everyone welcome to the day with trey i'm your host trey holiday we have A phenomenal season finale for y'all in the works. I'm so stoked because we got some Black Star power in the building. We got Larry Lancaster and Destiny Wimpy from Pacific Northwest Ballet joining me in studio today, y'all. Of course, we're going to be talking about their work as company dancers. It's so amazing to see these guys get to the position where they're now in the company doing big things, y'all. And you can definitely see them at the Nutcracker that's also going on right now until my birthday, 1227. So it's a great time to get your family down there to McCall Hall and experience the wonder that is the Nutcracker with these phenomenal dancers. And guess what? Our resident fitness coach, Dion. Body Mechanic Abdullah is back in the building. We haven't seen him for a while. They've been doing some phenomenal work behind the scenes at Holistic Coalition, putting together more opportunities and options for the community. But he is here to kind of wrap, recap this season with me and give us some of those top fitness tips he wants y'all to walk away with during this holiday season. But of course, you know, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share this dream, y'all. Go ahead and participate with us. Tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch us, we still have you covered, okay? Don't trip. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. You'll find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music. I guess iTunes and Apple Music are the same thing, or maybe iTunes is gone now. But I still say that because I don't know who's using what. Okay, but whatever platform is your favorite, go ahead and search for us. You'll find us there. Well, before I get into it with Larry this morning, I want to... Give a huge shout out to my girl, T-Dub. And as you can see, I'm wearing, okay, I don't, oh, there it is. There's the logo. It's right here. I'm wearing a good old T-Dub classic, Black and Proud. Um, Shout out to you, T-Dub, for all of the great work that you're doing out here with the Resold 206. Still staying plugged in to the artist community and to the amazing effort that's happening for Garfield Superblock as they are redeveloping the park over there. T-Dub has her hands in a lot of different pots, y'all. And I had to end my season nice and right. Because, you know, for those of you who started watching the day with Trey, me and T-Dub, used to do a whole segment on Fridays. And honestly, I don't know how, but we almost always ended up matching with our outfits. So I thought it was only right that I go ahead and shine some light on my girl. You can actually get this sweatshirt right now at Art Noir. Shout out to my girl, Jasmine Scott, holding down the fort there at Art Noir. She has a phenomenal different color line of these sweatshirts right there at Art Noir. So You can still pick these up, y'all, and support local Black business. Well, of course, I'm excited because we got some phenomenal Black stars in the building. I could just start with Larry. Hi, Larry. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Great. Well, welcome to the Black Media Matters studios. It's your first time being with us, and I'm really excited to hear more about your experience in Pacific Northwest Ballet as a company dancer, but you gotta give us the background, the history. How did you get into ballet? All the way on the East Coast, tell us all about it.
2: First off, thank you so much for having us. Um, But yeah, um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, originally born and raised. Um, And initially I I found dance through Michael Jackson, you know, as a lot of young black boys. and I just found myself, you know, studying his music videos, studying his shows and performances, and um, I ended up, you know, teaching myself the choreography. I was kind of just like dancing around the house. It was. It started off as just like a hobby for me. Um, and then one day I was at a a skating rink, and um, the comedian Ricky Smiley he had a new radio show, um, and so I think it was. It might have been like a promotional party of some sort at the my local skating rink that I used to go to, um, and so I was I was five at the time, wasn't afraid of like anything, would just dance anywhere, and so I remember I was in the skating rink and they started playing "Remember the Time" by Michael Jackson, and so I'm on I'm on roller skating rink roller skates, and I just start dancing, you know, doing the moves from the video that I remembered, um, and so he saw me he had a show in my hometown that day and he was like you know I want you to perform I'll pay you and I was like okay but and so me and my um close family friend that ended up becoming my manager we um we went to a Macy's found me a little tuxedo got some some penny loafers and um went to the show and it was like my first professional gig and it was kind of Ironic because my mom already had tickets to the show, so she would have already been there. So it just like kind of worked out that, you know, her son would be performing for the first time. Um, And So I went, you know, did a few eight counts of Billie Jean. um, And then I guess people found out about it. And I started getting booked for like uh, birthday parties and fashion shows and things of that nature. And I would sometimes host, um, And do like a Michael Jackson or a Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars inspired routine. And um, one day, one of my mom's co-workers, she like saw a video and she was like, oh, like if he can teach himself that he should be classically trained. And so she told my mom about the Estelle Dennis uh, boys program at Peabody Dance Conservatory, um, which is just like a free program to get more boys in the ballet. And so my mom was like, okay, you're going to go to this audition. And, you know, I didn't really know what ballet was at the time. And at this point, this was a few years later, I might've been uh, around 10 years old. Um, And so I went, you know, dance to me at the time was kind of just like hip hop and, you know, Michael Jackson and stuff like that. And so I kind of just went into it with an open mind, ended up getting in, uh, started going to classes. And then I... Eventually became, you know, really passionate about the art form and um, just tried to be, tried to keep that open mind and be coachable and listen to my instructors. And I realized it was something that I wanted to do. I found inspiration in um, Carlos Acosta, Ivan Vasiliev. Um, and so, yeah, I just, from there, I just fell in love with the art form and I knew that it was something I wanted to do.
1: Love, 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 love this background, Larry. Uh, Let me tell you, I think you really are hitting the right time to be on the show because right now, at the Paramount MJ the musical is happening hey. and i don't know i know you got a crazy schedule but i'm going to tell you right now like i shout out to jay my my boy jay martin junior we did a review on opening night of MJ that mm-hmm. i'm going to put on my ig y'all so be on the lookout for it but i went again yesterday for the matinee and roman banks who plays MJ is when i tell you it's phenomenal it's one of the best shows i've ever seen and i go to all of the shows with broadway across america so when you talk Mm -hmm. about mj inspiration i had my nine-year-old son with me yesterday who was just in awe at the edge of his seat watching roman play michael jackson and they do such a great job so i love that you have that inspiration it's almost like no better person for you to be inspired by when Mm -hmm. it comes to dance and when it comes to being able to infuse different styles and creating his own style. That mm-hmm. was something MJ did for sure. So I just had to put that out there, y'all, because the show is amazing. Uh, you will not be disappointed if you find time. It's on until the 17th. I know okay. you got a busy schedule. I'm going to have
2: to check it out. Yeah, for it's sure.
1: it's amazing. Well, when we think about all of the things that you've been able to pour into ballet with your own sense of style of dance, tell us about how you then became a, a company dancer right here for p
2: So, um... I spent a lot of my classical training at Peabody Dance Conservatory where I first started, um, but also at Baltimore School for the Arts. Um, and that was where I spent uh three of my high school years. Uh but before I made it to that point, um, they have a after-school program for uh kids in the city of Baltimore. And so being that it's an art school, they offer visual arts training, which I also was at one point before I started dancing, visual arts uh vocal music, instrumental music, now a film uh, portion, and obviously uh, the dance program in theater stage production. Um, and so for a few years, I was in the TWIGS program, which is what they call it, which stands for to work and gaining skills. Um, and from there, I ended up getting into the high school. Um, and so I was able to participate in Nutcrackers and we have a fundraiser called Expression. So I was able to get a lot of performance Performance experience while I was there, Um, and I realized, you know, I really wanted to take this seriously. I really wanted to become a professional, so I knew I I needed to take the next step. Um, And so, I found the professional division program, and I saw the opportunity to, you know, even if I wasn't able to get into PNB, I knew I would be able to. It would prepare me for the next step to become a professional with performance opportunities with the company, um, having composition classes, strength training classes, modern technique in addition to the classical technique. And so, and also just like a company like PNB, which has such a diverse rep with George Balanchine, Crystal Pike, Twyla Tharp, you know, I love ballet, but I always wanted to be a, a well-rounded dancer, you know? And so I was just drawn to PNB in this program and so in the fall of 2020, I made the move to Seattle at 17 years old and haven't looked back since.
1: Wow. Uh, I mean, you know, this is something that really excites me here. And this is why I love having folks like yourself on because I think the audience doesn't have an under a clue really of how PNB draws great dancers. Um, There's something really special that's going on here with Pacific Northwest Ballet. And I'm hearing so much more about the uniqueness of what PNB offers. So I love that you found value in you coming across the country and really being able to plant your feet here as a young up and coming dancer. And now to be a part of the company, um, I know there's work that you had to do to get there. Tell us a bit about all that hard work and dedication to get you to where you are today.
2: Um, definitely, I say took a lot of sacrifice and you know hard work, um especially during the time that I moved here. It was a very unique time. It was in the heart of the pandemic. um a lot of things were uncertain. you know, we didn't really know how to move forward from this, what ballet, what live theater was gonna look like in general. um and so a lot of it we started off on zoom, and so. A lot of my first few classes that I took with p b were literally from my apartment. Um, and that was really challenging for me, especially because, you know, my strong suit is being able to move and take up space and jump. And I really knew I wanted to get into this company. And I was like, dang, like, how am I going to stand out from my living room? And I'm, I feel so limited. But it really forced me to, you know, kind of reset in a take a look at a lot of the things that I needed to work on and improve upon and refine technically and like really focus on those small, minute details of my dancing because I knew I had to find a way to prove myself either way. Um, And so it was definitely challenging having to work with a small space, um, also not really being able to make friends as you normally would in a dance program. Um... And so that was definitely challenging starting my first year on Zoom, especially because a big part of the professional division program is performing with the company and that opportunity wasn't really there. Um, But I say with that time I spent, you know, training from my living room and being on Zoom, you know, I was able to learn a lot about myself. And so when we came back the next year and things were more in person, I felt a lot more prepared. No,
1: absolutely. Well, one of the great things I think, too, is that you have to have resilience no matter what. Right. Like as a dancer, there's going to be these ups and downs and how you carry yourself through says a lot about you and your dedication. And now folks get to see you. On the big stage in Nutcracker, um, tell us a bit about that experience because I mean I'm hearing you're doing phenomenal. I can't wait to actually see it in person. Tell us about the experience of performing for this audience here in the Pacific Northwest.
2: Uh, being in Nutcracker is really like a, a magical thing and kind of like a dream come true, if you will. Um, you know, I get to I get to do one of my dream roles since I was a student with uh green tea cricket, you know, I get to jump out of the box, do a bunch of uh, pirouettes and toe touches. It's really fun. And then you have candy cane and you know, you, you walk around every step you take, you have jingle bells. So I don't know, it really gets you in the Christmas spirit before you get on stage. And then, you know, you have your uh, Spanish roles, and sometimes I'm a mouse. And so, you know, I feel like it's it's a really big opportunity for me to really understand what it's like to be a part of the company, especially now that I'm officially in the core. You know, last year I was an apprentice. And so now I'm getting the opportunity to be on stage more and gain more experience and wisdom just from being on stage more often. So it's it's been great.
1: Well, Larry, I just got to thank you for spending some time with me this morning and shedding some light on your history. Uh, Love learning more about you. Of course, if folks are trying to come, let them know how they get their tickets. Look right there so they can come and see you in the Nutcracker.
2: Yes, you can get your tickets uh, online at PNB um, Pacific Northwest Ballet. And yeah, come see us.
1: (laughs) There it is. Larry, thank you so much for being with me today.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Y'all, look at this uh, final season episode starting off right. And I'm excited to continue with Destiny Wimpy right after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. You're
2: watching The David Trey. Habari Ghani. My name is Noni Irvin, and I am the creator and founder of Kanara Park Kids, as well as the president of our sister nonprofit, Black 4 Charities, a 501c3, fiscally sponsored by Shunpike. Together, we are hosting the Kwanzaa Awards because it is important that we acknowledge and recognize the contributions and efforts of individuals and organizations who are showing us what the Kwanzaa principles look like throughout the year. The nomination window is open October 1st to November 30th, and yes, you can submit more than one nomination. Eligibility is simple. Individual award recipients must identify as Black, African-American, or Pan-African and organization award recipients must be 100% Black-owned if for-profit or 100% Black-led if nonprofit.
1: All right, welcome back everyone to The Day with Trey. I'm your host Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is another phenomenal P&B company dancer, Miss Destiny. Hi. Hi! Good to see you again. You too. I feel like it's been almost a year or something, right? Like it's been oh. uh, quite some time. Yes. But, you know, you are one who's been here uh, before and really to watch your journey has just been such a pleasure. I remember when we were first talking about just the impact of you and all of your hard work getting you to P&B and to the school. And now you're a company dancer, Destiny. This is huge. Um, tell us a bit about that next step for you. Like in terms of the work, you know, you're doing a lot of work as an apprentice, you're growing, you're learning, you're training yourself, and then you get this opportunity to audition for the company. Tell us just about how that works. Yeah. So, um, I know I've, I've, been to
3: converge a bit. And I remember talking about Beauty and the Beast when I was a student still um, becoming an apprentice. And then obviously my apprentice year happened and now I'm a first year core member. And I think um, the transition is, it it feels pretty comfortable again with the company because we work with them so much and it doesn't feel like there's a huge gap. Um, But, you know, I think the biggest thing for me has just been like figuring out now who I am as a dancer within the company, because we are all so individual. And, you know, as a student um, we kind of are, told, to, you know, we have to dance the same. And and also I'm in the court of ballet. So it's like, we do have that same energy, like, you know, being together, but also finding a way to stand out as an individual artist as well. So I think that's what I've been working on, but the transition has been
1: good. Uh, well, you're looking phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. And I hear you're doing phenomenal in the Nutcracker this Thanks. year. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about that kind of expression. Cause I do know that, you know, when you are in the company now, there's more opportunity too. And I'd love to hear about how that kind of opens up for you in terms of finding yourself as an artist.
3: Yeah, of course. So um, now that I'm a first year core member, I can do some lead roles. That's something really cool that PMB does. And one of the reasons why I love this company is that during Nutcracker season, um, especially Dancers in the core get to take on lead roles like sugar plum or dewdrop, different things like that. Um, and so this year I have a new role. I mean, I do all my core stuff, you know, snow, flowers, demi flowers, um, all the things. But I'm doing lead marzipan this year, which is one um I wouldn't I didn't expect, you know, I think there's so many different roles of the Nutcracker that I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all so amazing. And Lead Marzipan, honestly, was very intimidating for me just because it's so technical. It's kind of like a point class, honestly. Lots of kind of intimidating pirouettes that you have to do on stage. But like once I got that, when I got my casting, I was like, wow, okay. Like really, I just kind of, jumped right into it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to tackle this and it's all about how I make it. Um, that's one of the advice, um, great advice I got from one of the dancers was just, it's all how you see it and how you perceive it. And, you know, you
1: just go out there and do your best. So that's what I've been doing. Well, I love hearing this too, which I think is great for the audience to understand as well is that, you know, we get so used to a show like Nutcracker mm-hmm. and we think year over year we're seeing kind of the same thing. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, is that you all get to really embody these characters, make them your own bring your flair to them as well and even if we're seeing similar you know costumes and the set design really we're getting this kind of unique nature, which is why I'm glad B chooses to do the Nutcracker every holiday season. Right. I mean, yeah. also to the, the, the crowd, right. Exactly. The love from the crowd. I want to hear a bit about that. <laughs> oh, Cause yes. I know uh, you've been having some packed shows. I heard you say, <laughs> how has it been for the audience to receive your work on that stage in the Nutcracker?
3: Yeah. I mean, the shows have been amazing. Uh, but in one, one show in particular that I can think about was, um, Ashton, um, Ashton Edwards, like debut as Sugar Plum. Um, and so I don't know if there were so many fans of Ashton. I don't know if the, the theater was packed. I'll say that. And then I was doing lead Marzipan and, um, Zylus was doing the Peacock, the coffee. And I think, I just remember like just being so excited, just all of us supporting each other. And again, like so many black people just in that front line, I think is just so amazing to see. And for me, I was really emotional about it because I was like, oh my gosh, this is just a huge deal. Like, I don't think I'd ever like just as a young you know, black girl, I think coming to a Nutcracker show, like seeing that many people in the front line, like as lead roles, like looking like me is crazy. So I think we all knew that because, you know, we saw the casting before the show. So like, we all knew what was going to happen. And so I think it was a big deal for all of us, but also just when people debut and do new roles, it's also so exciting. So the energy backstage and from the audience was just so amazing. And I think it's one of my like best shows I've just ever had. Cause I was just so happy for everyone around me, for myself and also just, you know, for the audience to just to witness this yeah. amazing
1: moment. No, no, this is the love right there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is the love of the art form, but also the love of elevating each other, right? <laughs> Which I'm so grateful to PNB for understanding, like not only the need to be intentional about, you know, finding amazing dancers of the global majority, bringing them here, having the great opportunities For folks like yourself and Larry to see PMB as an amazing pathway for Mm -hmm. your career and that's something that we get to really hone in on here uh for those of us who live in the surrounding area in the pacific northwest being able to be connected to the intentionality of pmb to have that line Mm -hmm. of dancers all these amazing black dancers that says something too about the intention of the company and i I love that you've been able to experience Mm -hmm. that and embody that Uh, of course you know we talked and the very first time we ever talked was about the young black girls Mm -hmm. in the audience seeing you on that Mm -hmm. stage and now after all this time I want to revisit that experience Mm -hmm. for you because you've done so many different performances how has it been to kind of be that iconic character Mm -hmm. that they're looking to that amazing ballerina on stage that they can now see themselves as Mm -hmm. a part of something that's greater than them tell us a bit about how that's been landing on you after all of this time Mm -hmm. yeah I think it just um I just feel like it motivates
3: me to just keep going, to keep pushing for more roles, for more things, more times where I can be um, in the front and not just, you know, front and center. I think just even being in the company says a lot. So um yeah, it's just, it's very motivational, I guess. I just feel like it on those days where I'm down or like, you know, Nutcracker, there's so many shows, it can get repetitive. I do a lot of snow and flowers. And I think I, what I try to think about when I get in my head about that stuff is like, you never know who's coming to the show. You never know who's, it might be their first time seeing the Nutcracker and they might see you and be like, oh my gosh, mom, that girl looks like me. So I think um, it's very, yeah, it's very motivational for me, like I said, and I think it just pushes me
1: to continue to be better um, at what I do. Well, I just thank you so much because you're such an inspiration to us here on the day with Trey and especially to me. I'm so looking forward to coming to see you on the, in the Nutcracker, bringing my family again. <laughs> we're going to keep it every year. I told yes. them we're keeping it a tradition. <laughs> of course, I told Larry to look in the camera. You get to do the same. Make sure people know how to come and see you in the show. Yes,
3: yes. You can come see us at the Nutcracker. Um, we close on the 17th, right? Yes. Um, you can go online 27th, yeah. not the 17th, the 27th. Um, <laughs> and you can come. Uh, you can get your tickets online at pmb.org, and right there you'll see a nice snow picture. I'm actually in it, and you can click and get your tickets. Oh,
1: Destiny, so great to see you. Thank you so much you. for being with me today. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> word. Y'all, what amazing Black Star power in the building. We're going to continue because, oh, I get a breath of fresh air. My guy, Dion, body mechanic Abdullah, is in the building. We're going to be wrapping up some of those amazing fitness tips he's been giving us throughout the season right after this short break. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey.
0: Get ready for a night of solid gold with The Temptations and The Four Tops. Same night, same stage, The Temptations and The Four Tops together live.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is our resident fitness coach, Dion, body mechanic, Abdullah. What up? Be honest in a minute.
0: Yes, it has. It has. Y'all
1: been working on some really cool stuff like cooking in the kitchen, my brother. Yeah. So so before we get into the recap quickly, just tell us about some of the things you're excited about that y'all have been really working on. I know new location, different types of classes. Just tell us all about it.
0: I've been busy, y'all. Um, you can thank Karita Hall for that, right? No, <laughs> but um, we've been cooking up amazing collaborations for y'all, events. Um, I'm um, um, different. Um, healthcare practitioner teams that we are bringing a whole new revelation to revolution to healthcare as we know it. We're really getting the community providers engaged with the community and really lowering that gap, that barrier to healthcare access. Because we know those lines are backed up, those referral lines are clogged up. So there's so much allied forces that the health industry just doesn't know about the holistic coalition is breaking through so this year coming through you're going to see a ton of new events new concepts coming at you definitely way more engaging content so pretty exciting stuff pretty exciting stuff right
1: now y'all are doing something really cool for those who are following on instagram you're doing a day like this month 31 days or whatever of wellness um, of healing. I love the themes y'all have been coming up with. You know, I love the one dance, you know, like nobody is watching. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got one just around smiling and how it brings joy. This is also some of that fun kind of creative content you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, you're doing a great job with it. And, you know, throughout this season, we've covered a lot of different topics, Dion, and I, it only felt right. I know we're going over time today, but it was necessary to have you on it and just talk a bit about maybe the top three tips. I mean, you've given a lot. For those of you out there, Dion knows one of my favorite tips. I'm going to start because one of my favorite tips from Dion was definitely about elevating our physical activity when we're doing mundane tasks. And it's something that I have been doing. My son's like, man, mom, why are you scrubbing the the uh, the top of the oven like that? I'm like, I'm getting in at work at the same time, right? Um, And and, and my family knows how much I love to make popcorn. So when I'm there and I do it like an old school style, um, Jerrica showed us a popcorn maker yesterday that I'm probably gonna have to buy, but I'm still old school style. So I'm like tightening my core and I'm like on the oven. So I really appreciate that fitness tip. It has been like, one of those things that now I'm even more intentional about when I'm yes. doing physical activity, but of course, tell us about some of those top tips that you've been able to provide for <sighs> folks and things that you think are really important for right. us to recap in this season in 2023.
0: Right, right. Right. And so many, cause we did touch on a lot, but the top three I'm going to say off top is number one is go towards your weaknesses and always maintain your strengths. So we, we, if you're good with the push-ups and the bench press, keep on maintaining the bench press. But if you're lacking on the stretch and the flexibility or the range of motion, or if you're lacking on the core, on the coordination and the movement and balance, you really want to go towards those areas to really progress the whole body concept. Uh, number two, big one, big one, big one, big one. It doesn't stop at the gym or it doesn't stop at the kitchen. So for all my people eating healthy, but not working out, working out, but not eating healthy, doing both, but not getting no sleep. Uh, It's a full round thing, y'all. We need sleep. We need meditation of some sort, right? And there's many different ways to do this, but we cannot let stress overwhelm because they have a very, very real human effect on our uh hormones on our on, on our physiological level and once again we want to make sure that we're eating right and that we're moving right okay so we want to do all of it holistic the whole concept and number three this is the big one because fitness is always on somebody's uh you know what i mean agenda like i can't make it to the gym I understand one thing and you touched on this first the world is your gym right we need to look at movement as um and really um Our friends here larry and destiny are like perfect examples of movement being athletic right um they're not lifting weights right they're moving their body within gravity and manipulating their posture and that takes extreme muscle control big shots out to them athletes in their own right but what we can learn from them is the fact that anything that you make can be art if you put them in dance they'll make a dance art anywhere right anything can be fitness at a store That buggy, we can just do three squats, right? We can always do push-ups on the wall. We can always step on a stair step and do a stretch to the gastrocnemius muscle, which is the calf. We bring a lot more vocabulary back to you this year. But once again, just understanding that everything's an opportunity for fitness. You need all of them, that one holistic thing, you know what I mean? You need all the factors, and you got to go towards your weaknesses and maintain your strengths. Those Uh, are the three things.
1: Dion, you are fantastic. (laughs) I'm so looking forward to next season. We're going to be doing more production with you. We're going to be doing some combination of fitness and fashion. I'm looking forward to all the things we have coming up next season. And of course, I just got to thank you so much, brother, because this partnership is life changing for me. Y'all don't know, like I, do when he talks about getting sleep, I already know. He's like doing an eye wink to me without even trying. You know, I hit, I, hit, I go and meet you at the gym the other day and he's like, so did you eat breakfast? I'm like, no. He's like, well, at least, did you sleep well? I was like, no, two yeah, and a half hours. on
0: empty. Yeah, <laughs> he's
1: like, well, you're depleted, but we're going to get a good 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. in still. So you're always there for your clients. And I get to thank you publicly for that <laughs> because, He always still finds a way to make sure I'm getting my workout in. Y'all got to make sure you are tuning in to Dion Body Mechanic Abdullah and Holistic Coalition because Karina Hall is a phenomenal massage therapist. So make sure you're tapping in with these guys. Dion, look right there. Let them know how they stay plugged into Holistic Coalition.
0: As always, you can find Body Mechanic and all of his great friends that are doing great therapies around at www.holisticcoalition.com. We're on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Please, Holistic Coalition and W, you will find us you'll find all the cool things that we're doing and once again you gotta tune in every friday and all the time for converge because they're really bringing what the community has to offer you so please stay tuned because we have a lot coming for you
1: we definitely do dion <laughs> thank you so much this has been a pleasure y'all you know when i talk about what it means to be here on the day with trey and to bring y'all inspiring uplifting and educational content, this is all around for me, creating impact media so that we can impact your lives, impact our community, doing our part to be a part of all of this. And you know I'm inspired by what everyone here shared today. It was a a true example and very very rooted for me, of how people can see themselves as a part of the solution, whether it's in arts, entertainment, fitness, uh, therapy, uh, wellness, um, cosmetics, uh, hair, whatever it is that you can be bringing out to the community, please do that. And we're looking forward to bringing all of those who are impacting your lives onto the season in 2024 on the day with Trey. So don't forget to DM me y'all at Trey holiday on Instagram. Let me know who's impacting your lives special in a special way. What kind of amazing community events are you about to attend? Let us know so we can make sure we're spotlighting them right here on the day with Trey. I want to thank you all for this season. This is season two and I can't believe we were able to do such fun phenomenal things. I'm looking forward to season three, starting in 2024 with some amazing guests we already have lined up. And honestly, the true factor of this show is it's about a reflection of the brilliance in our community. So thank you all for supporting, for tagging and sharing, for tuning in. All of my guests in this season for coming on and spending time with me here in the Black Media Matter studios on this amazing couch in our living room set. We have some new stuff in the works for you next season, but I'm so excited to be on this journey with you all to shine a light on all the great things y'all are doing. You make this show what it is. So thank you all for tuning in this season. And for me, until next season, y'all, Monday in January. At 11 a.m., Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and Urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents.